Welcome to Success from Scratch, episode number 50 with my special guest, Dr. Rob Gilbert, the founder of the Success Daily Success Hotline. Rob, welcome. Uh, th- th- thank you very much, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. So, tell you know, you're a professor of sports psychology. You're on episode number 10,250 or so. You haven't missed a day in how many years? Uh, 27. 27 years of consistency. Tell us a little bit about what what drove you to create the Daily Success Hotline and all the subsequent things you've created. Well, um, I um, I used to be a coach, and I and when I when I used to coach, um, I, I would see my athletes every single day. And now, then when I was a professor, I would see my students like once a week. So um, um, I I wanted to have a way that I could be with them. Um, every day even though i i wasn't with them every day mm. but 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 let me ask you a question mark um how much longer can you stand me talking like that what's that how much longer can you stand me talking in that boring way oh yeah well you know we like stories we like stories and but we want a little bit of background of who you are and how it started and that kind of thing before we get to well, some of the story get it back i was trying to be as boring as i could oh there you it, go Okay, so that's what I want to talk about today. That is the secret that nobody talks about in sales. The hidden See, secret. People get off, when people get off our interview, either one of three things will happen. Either they'll be more energized, less energized, or the same. Right. And if they don't need this little conversation more energized, we failed. Yes. And it's the same thing when you see a, a prospect or a client. If they don't leave your session more energized, you failed, regardless of whether you made a sale or not. So that's the whole thing. In any interaction, one of three things can happen. You could give the person energy or you could take it away or there's no change. So there's a Sanskrit word called Shaktipad. And Shaktipad means exchange of energy. And I think if you want to be a great salesperson, a great coach, a great teacher, a great parent, you want to leave people with energy. You want people, you want people to feel good being around you. So that's what I try to do on my hotline every day. I have three minutes and I have people calling from all over the place. And regardless of what I talk about, I want to give them a little infusion of energy, you know, a little injection of energy. So they leave that three-minute message just feeling a little better. Yeah, that's awesome. And let's give them that number. What is the number? The nine. 19- uh, the, the phone number is 973-743-4690, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and if you want to hear the old uh, messages, I have a podcast, successhotlinepodcast.com. And I can, get, I can guarantee that if you call the hotline and listen to the podcast, somewhere along the line, you know, it might be the first week, the second week, a month, a year, but eventually you're going to get one idea that's going to change your life. For you sure. know, it's called the power of the single idea. We don't need a million ideas. Yeah. We just need one idea. You know, somebody wants us Einstein. You know, Professor Einstein, where did you get all your ideas? He said, what do you mean all my ideas? I only had one idea equals MC squared. So we don't need a million ideas, but just one idea, one story, one strategy, and it could change everything. Yeah, for sure. Now, as a professor of sports psychology and obviously a student of success, are there a few things that you would like to share with the audience about success that you've learned over, over your career? Well, I know that you, you know, in, in uh, JP and Associates, you're really into action. And yes. that is a secret. You know, if you want to get more energized, you will have to take action. See, action creates energy. 
So action will change your attitudes. Motion will change your emotion. And movements will change your moods. What I'm trying to say, it's much easier to act yourself into a certain way of feeling than to feel yourself into a certain way of acting. You know, so I told my students, if you're waiting until you feel like starting the project, you'll never do it. But once you start doing the project, you feel like doing it. If you wait until you feel like making calls, you probably won't. But if you start making calls, then you'll feel like it. So action changes attitudes, motion changes emotion, and movement changes moods. And that's, that's, that's the whole ball of wax. Yeah, so powerful, so powerful. You know, one of the stories I loved as I was listening to some of your past episodes was the $100 bill story. Yes. Uh, Could you share a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, There was a high school teacher, and one day he uh, took out a brand-new Chris $100 bill from his pocket. And he said, who wants this $100 bill? He said, holding up in the air, and everybody's hand went up. And he crumpled it up, and he threw it on the floor, and he started mashing it with the bottom of his shoe. Then he picked it up, and he said, who still wants this $100 bill? And everybody put their hand up. And then there was a potted plant, and he took the $100 bill and put it with all the dirt, and he put all the dirt all over it, and he spit on it, and he said, who still wants a $100 bill? And everybody put their hand up. He said, let's look at this. You know, I mashed it, I crumpled it, I stepped on it, I spit on it, and you still want it. Why do you still want it? Because a $100 bill hasn't reduced its value. But some of the times when you get a lousy grade or somebody criticizes you, all of a sudden you think your value goes down. Your value will never go down unless you let it go down. So it's not what's happening around you. It's not what's happening to you. It's what's happening inside you. And you should never devalue yourself. You know, no rejection makes you worth less less than a $100 bill. Yeah, I absolutely love that story when I was was doing that. Now, I see you have a uh, typical... Well, think to that is that I think the biggest and most destructive disease in our country is not cancer and not heart disease. I think it's lack of self-esteem. You know, Mm. people who are living, but they're not really alive. You know, you could see them, they're living, they're breathing, they're heart speeding, but they're not really alive. And you gotta be alive. If you wanna be in sales, you have to be alive. Not just living, you have to be alive. You have to, you know, you, you don't have to be Zig Ziglar. You don't have to be Tom Hopkins, but you have to have this energy coming from you. Yeah, that energy you talked about—the transfers. Exactly. You don't want to be—you don't want to be an energy-sucking vampire. That's exactly right. <laughs> so I notice you have this unique jersey on from Temple that has these yeah. diamonds around. What? What? What's going on with that? Well, Temple University is the only school in the country that has diamonds around the neck. And I wore this not because I don't have anything better to wear, but I wanted to, I wanted to I wanted to be memorable. And I want to tell you a story. Russell Conwell um, lived most of his life. He lived from 1843 to 1925, and he was a minister in Philadelphia. And every once in a while, some of his congregants, you know, people in their uh, teens or twenties, would come to him and say, you know, Minister Conwell, uh, we want to go to college. We can't afford the University of Pennsylvania. That's for rich kids. Could you start a college for us? So he took his best sermon called Acres of Diamonds, and he went around the world and gave the sermon thousands of times. And the money he made from going to different churches, giving the sermon, he used to found Temple University. Now, what I suggest you do is go to YouTube and listen to Earl Nightingale tell the full story. But I'll give you the partial part of the story. The story took place in South Africa. 
And back in the 1860s, 1870s, it was a diamond rush in South Africa, just like there was a gold rush in the American West. And people were panhandling for diamonds and striking it rich. So a man in his 30s, he wanted massive riches. He had a farm. He had a couple of kids. He had a wife and he had some animals. He was doing okay compared to the other farmers in the area. But he wanted extreme wealth. So he and his best friend went off on a quest for diamonds. They sold their farm. He had his wife and kids move in with the in-laws. And after six months, they didn't even find sick, a little sliver. So his friend left. After a year, the man jumped off um, a bridge and committed suicide. Mm. Now, we're all the only thing we're left with is what happened to the people who bought the farm? Well, they were a young couple and they too had two kids. And one day there was a traveling salesman knocked on the door and he tried to sell them pots and pans. And they said, you know, they're beautiful, but we can't afford them. And they're sitting in their living room having a nice conversation. And the salesman kept looking at the mantelpiece and said, what are those black rocks? And they said, well, every once in a while, one of our kids goes down to the stream that goes through our property and they bring mommy and daddy a present. They bring us one of the rocks. And he said, um, I have a friend that's a geologist at the university. Can I just borrow one? I'll bring it back next week. I'll be in the area. I just wanted to, this might be something. They said, sure, you can keep it. We don't care. So the next morning at 6 a.m., there's a knock on the door, and the salesman there with the geologist. And the geologist said, sir, this is a pure diamond rock. This is all diamond. On that property, true story, is the biggest diamond mine in the history of the world, where the Queen of England gets all of her diamonds. So the original guy, what he wanted, what he desired, was acres of diamonds, and they were right under his feet. You know, In his own right backyard. In, yeah, and it's just like with us. Everything we need is already inside us. Everything we need is all around us. I can guarantee that a great salesperson is inside you, and the strategies to bring that great salesperson out is in your organization. All you have to do is make one phone call or have one lunch with somebody. They could solve your problems for you. They know the strategies if you don't. That's what so a- I guarantee that... You are not lacking it. You are blocking it. You are not lacking it. Whatever you think you're lacking, you're not. You're blocking it. You're not lacking it. You're blocking it. And That's what's right. the significance of the diamonds around the, the collar again? Well, the, the diamonds, Russell Conwell, he went around the world telling the Acres of Diamonds story, and that founded Temple University. Mm, got it. Awesome. What a great story. It's inside us. We're blocking it. it we have it. It's around releasing and, and, it. And, and what, what we most, you know, what we most uh, desire is right around us. Yeah. And what I love about that story, coming back to taking action, I think one of your episodes you talked about three frogs on a log and one, yeah. made, a, one made a decision. But, yeah. uh, but what really... Well, three frogs are sitting on a log and one frog decided to jump off the log. It's a riddle. Three frogs sitting on a log. One decided to jump off a log. How many frogs are left on the log? And almost everybody said, well, this is easy. Three minus one equals two. But it's a riddle. There's a trick. The answer is three. Because just because the frog decided doesn't mean it did it. Right. Just because the frog decided doesn't mean it did it. It didn't take action. It decided, but without action, nothing happens. That's right. Yes. And decision, your decision has to equal action. Yeah. So... so 
if you say, if you are listening to me or listening to my hotline, you say, oh, what you said is really thought-provoking. I, I don't want to be thought-provoking. I want to be action-provoking. Your thoughts determine what you want. Your actions determine what you get. So, Mark, what I'd like to do is I want to give out my personal phone number, 973-743-4428. That is not the hotline. That is my personal phone number. And anybody out there listening to this, I will give you free 15 or 20 minutes of consulting in the action psychology on how to get to the next level. I'm interested in helping people get to the next level, and I'm very happy to talk to you. So 973-743-4428, and feel free to call anytime. I love it. What a great uh, gift for our audience. So as we wrap up today, uh, Dr. Rob, is there any last-minute words of wisdom uh, either on consistency, obviously you've been consistent, you haven't missed an episode in you know, you know number of years. Um, any last-minute words of wisdom you would share about success? Well, um, for the baseball fans out there, um, every year they give out a Cy Young Award. And they give it in honor of Cy Young, the winningest um, pitcher of all time. He won more games than anybody else. Now, Cy Young won more games, but he also lost more games. Babe Ruth hit the most home runs. He also had the most strikeouts. In sports, you could find the people that do the best also do the worst. You know, in sales, the people get the most rejections also get the most acceptances. So the great Tom Hopkins, I am not judged by the number of times I fail. I'm judged by the number of times I succeed. And the number of times I succeed is directly related to the number of times I fail and keep on trying. I am not judged by the number of times I fail. I am judged by the number of times I succeed. And the number of times I succeed is directly related to the number of times I fail and keep on trying. And I can't tell you how many times over the years that, and a lot of people will call my hotline of salespeople, I get calls like, you know, it was December, early December, and we had a snowstorm on a Friday. And I do medical sales. And I decided to go into work and call on doctors. And it was the best day I ever had because my competition wasn't out there. The doctors, their patients, you know, canceled. So when you do more than expected is a secret. If you do what everybody else do, does, you'll get what everybody else gets. But if you do a little more than expected, great athletes, great salesmen, great students, they do a little, little, little more than expected. Yeah. And um, one of my callers, he said he was at a sales training once and he makes 300 cold calls a day. And he said, the trainer he had, he said, you know, you know, Charles, you don't have to, every call doesn't have to be great, just this one. You know, every call doesn't have to be great, just this one. You know, so you break it down to bite-sized pieces. How do you eat out of an elephant one bite at a time? Yeah, one absolutely. Bite at absolutely love it. And you know what I love uh, that you talked about earlier is I call it the, the silent dream killer. Those, those words that people say, I don't feel like it. Uh, yeah, um, that's right. Cool. I like the silent dream killer. That's, oh, that's the great. silent dream killer. I don't feel like it. And as you so uh, uh, expertly communicated, you know, it's not about the feelings. It's about the action. Yeah. 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 So I am um, so grateful for your time today. I know you had, uh, uh, I know I'd love you shared the Acres of Diamond story. Uh, any last minute uh, quick shares before we wrap up? Well, let me talk about my hat. This is uh, my high school. I graduated from Boston Latin School in 1964. It's the oldest school of any type in the country. It was founded in 1635. And people say, oh, no, 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 no. Harvard's the oldest school. Harvard was formed in 1636. So 
a couple of years ago, I was at uh, my physical therapist's office uh, because I had a hip replacement. And one of these big high school football players from one of these football uh, factory high schools in New Jersey, he came over to me and said, hey, mister, um, what's a Boston Latin? And I said, well, it's, a, it's my high school I went to in Boston. And he said, oh, um, how's your football team? I said, well, to tell you the truth, I'm a little out of touch. I really don't know. He said, well, at my high school, we have four people playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's, that's nice. I said, well, at my high school, we have four people that signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and, and then he says, so? I said, what do you mean, so? So I tell that story that some people have their priorities wrong. The NFL doesn't equal the, 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 uh, the uh, Declaration of Independence. You know, the most important thing is to make the most important thing the most important thing. So what's the most important thing you could do today? You know, aim for the Declaration of Independence. Don't aim for the NFL. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing uh, your success. And we'll be publishing the success hotline when we release this episode so more people can benefit from your knowledge. And we'll see you soon on another episode of Success from Scratch. Mm-hmm.